at 6.45 tomorrow night, 7.40. We'll do finish the bottom half tomorrow tonight, boys. The end of the parsha. We again find Klal Yisrael, the Jewish people, growing frustrated. Frustrated because they seem to be stumbling one into another. What was supposed to be a few days' journey into the land of Israel, every time they were about to reach the goal, something happened. Every time they were about to, they, right, they got possession of the ball, they were about to make it cross the end, into the end zone, and then they fumbled. And uh, yet again in this parsha, the last week we had the last few weeks, uh, Bamidbar is full of all of the stumbles. Uh, here again, Am Yisrael stumbles right at the finish line, and uh, they complain. They speak against Hashem, against Moshe. Why did you take us out of Egypt to die? We have nothing but again complaining against the man. Hashem sends what? Hasirafim, the fiery serpents. The snakes come and many people die from Klal Yisrael. So the people come running to Moshe. Right? We spoke against God against you. Hispalel El Hashem. Pray out to cry Davin to Hashem and remove this Nachash. Hashem Moshe Davins on behalf of the people. That was Moshe. Right? You didn't say you deserve it. Right? I don't know. I don't know. Many of us probably would have said you deserve it. Right? <laughs> doesn't say that. But Yem Hashem and Moshe, he says what? Hashem doesn't... Normally, what would happen? Boom. Hashem snaps his finger and the snakes are gone. That's not what the Pesach says. Aseh lecha saraf. Go take a serpent. I'm sorry. Make for yourself a serpent. Visimo soal neis. Put it on a uh, pole, a flagpole. Anybody that's bitten, he'll see it and he will live. And Moshe did that. He made nechash nechoshes, a play on words. Nechash nechoshes, a snake of, 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 of copper. And it was anybody that was bitten would look and he would live. It's a very strange thing. Very strange thing. What's this? Right, what's this with the snake? Right, what's this with the snake? And it doesn't say, you know, it's, it, they didn't receive a total reprieve. Right, it doesn't say the snakes were gone. The snakes were still there. And it doesn't say that they were here. The meaning is, is and they still bit. But if you got bit, you looked at the snake. So what kind of a thing is this? And what was the, it was, what was the whole idea? What's this nechash nechoshes? What is this whole thing with a snake and it's copper? What is going on over here? What's, uh, what is the message over here? Strangest of stories. So I heard from Rabbi Yaakov Haber from Eretz Yisrael. So uh, he sends out a video. So I uh, was watching his video. He says something so beautiful. He said that Nechash and Nechoshes are synonyms, I'm not good in the English thing, but I think it's synonyms. I mean, they sound alike, right? Synonym? 
A synonym means it sounds the same, right? No. Oh, okay. So it's a, they sound the same. They play on the word nechash and nechoshes. It sounds the same, but they're actually the opposite in in their characteristic. There's nothing more slimy than a snake. And there's nothing more stable, at least in that time, nothing more stable than copper. Right? You have something that's firm as can be, metal, and a snake can take on any fashion, any, any uh, form that it wants. It's the very freaky thing that's, you know, a snake it can almost disappear into itself. So, what is this message? Right? It says that Am Yisrael, Moshe describes Am Yisrael with a characteristic. When, when Moshe first met Am Yisrael, he describes them both as their greatest characteristic and their worst flaw was Am Kishay Oref. They are a stiff necked people. Right? And that is our greatest praise and our greatest fault right so there lies in either our strength or our downfall our strength and our weakness and therefore is Am Yisrael is using that which it should use right at the wrong time we need to be a stiff-necked people if we weren't a stiff-necked people we would not be around Right? We would not still be around. Am Yisrael would have dissolved or would have been absorbed. But not call Yisrael the Jewish people. Right? You say we can't? No, we're going to do it. Right? Whatever it is, right, they have to always challenge, right, to stand against. So therefore, that's what they're, they're over here, there's stiff neckedness in dealing with Hashem. Hashem doesn't want that they should totally go away from that midah, from that characteristic, right? The difference between midot and averot, right? Why, why, we know that the Torah is filled with mitzvahs. So why doesn't the Torah say it's forbidden to get angry? Why doesn't the Torah forbid bad midot? Right? Why, doesn't it, why doesn't the Torah forbid bad characteristics? Why doesn't it say certain midot finished? Because the answer is midah means measure. There are some times when you have to have that characteristic. You have to display. You have to have that type of a midah. You have to know how to midah means measure. You've got to know how to use it. So therefore, right, stiff neckedness, right, the nechoshet, the copper, the strength, the stiff neckedness sometimes is necessary. It can't be banished. But it has to be, you have to remember Am I supposed to be using nechash now? Am I supposed to be soft like a snake? Or am I supposed to be stubborn like copper? And therefore, that's what that's Rabbi Hengri explains. That's the explanation over here, right? And Claudius Yisrael, the Jewish people, they didn't merit a, an erasing of the snakes. They didn't merit. Because if you're getting bitten... Right, it seems to be, he didn't say it this way, he didn't say this part, right, that if you're getting bitten, maybe there's some Aveira there, there's something there, right, and you needed to be reminded of the lesson. If we look at the snake, you gotta, that's the tshuva, 
right? It's not an amulet, a magical amulet. You're looking at it, we're supposed to be awakened. What are we supposed to be doing, right? What's the proper way to act? Are we acting properly or are we kvetching, right? Which is a, which are we using the application properly, right? And therefore, this is a very different type of, a, of one of the lessons, but this one stood. Most of the other examples that we had throughout their complaining history, right? They did tshuva or they said the sari and nothing remained. Here, this remained because this was going to be one of the examples. And in fact, the Gemara says that this nechash nechoshes remained for a thousand years, right? But ultimately, unfortunately, it, did, it lost its lesson, right? It lost its lesson. Because originally they saw, as we described, they saw it as a vehicle to Hashem. Later they misinterpreted it and they saw it as an amulet. Some magical por- formula of uh, some divine magical formula. Some like Kabbalah water. Right? There was some Kabbalah water. Right? And therefore they saw it finished. That's it. No. And therefore ultimately, right, it says Asa, right? Anybody remember the Gemara? Asa describes it. Chizkiyo, I'm sorry, no, Asa said he didn't deserve it. I'm sorry, Chizkiyo. Right, the Gemara lists that it was a problem through the generations. David didn't come and destroy, d- ruin it. Asa didn't come, somebody else. Until Achabot Sidkiyah came and he said, you know what? They didn't destroy it. How could I destroy it? They left it for me to do. He says it became such a problem Right? This is such a problem that he came and he ground it up. He did away with it. So therefore, Mashiach comes no more. Because unfortunately, sometimes the greatest lessons, they get lost. And therefore, unfortunately, it had to be taken from us. But again, a beautiful message of the Nechash, Nechoshes. Our greatest asset is our stubbornness. But it is also could very well be that very same characteristic, that Midah, could also be our downfall. How careful we all have to be to make sure Midah... We're using our midot properly and have it proper measure. Uh,